Countdown for blast off. X minus one. Yes, it's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. Richard Diamond, private detective. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Suspense. It's time once again for another comedy episode of Our Miss Brooks. Dragnet. We offer you escape. Kraft presents the Great Gildersleeve. Yeah. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. The Jack Benny Program. Hi, this is Carl Amari, and welcome to episode 57 of Radio Rarities, the weekly podcast series that examines unique episodes from the golden age of radio. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. This time we have an audition of a supernatural psychological thriller series and the only extant episode. It's Emotion, starring Joseph Shilkrot in Jadatura from the summer of 1949. The premise of the program seems simple enough, Carl, as each week the 30-minute drama was intended to elicit an emotion from listeners. What that emotion was depended upon the theme of the particular play. We'll discuss the emotions of the Joseph Schildkraut recording after it's played. Joseph Schildkraut was a prominent stage and screen actor performing occasionally in radio. He was born in Vienna in 1896 and attended the Imperial Academy of Music in Berlin. In 1910, at age 14, he toured the United States with his internationally famous father, actor Rudolf Schildkraut. And during this time, he attended the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York City. Two of his classmates were William Powell and Paul Muni. In 1913, Schildkraut returned to Berlin, making his stage debut in The Prodigal Son, directed by the esteemed theatrical director Max Reinhardt. During his next trip to the United States, he performed in two major plays, Lilium opposite Yves La Galine and Pierre Gint, earning high praise in both. Schildkraut also appeared in silent films, debuting in the 1922 D.W. Griffith production, Orphans of the Storm. He was also cast in several talkies, including the 1937 Warner Brothers release, The Life of Emile Zola. In which he won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, playing Captain Alfred Dreyfus. In 1941, Schildkraut starred as a young murderer in the MGM short film The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe, opposite Roman Schildkraut admired Poe's work and starred in several adaptations of his work on radio. Speaking of radio, Schildkraut was cast in selected episodes of Hollywood Hotel, The Columbia Workshop, and The Cavalcade of America, along with a few thrillers on the 1946 CBS series Intrigue. During World War II, he was involved in several programs that were tributes to his fellow Jewish people, including Tale of the City and the syndicated series Palestine Speaks. Schildkraut participated in several episodes of the 1948-49 season of the NBC University Theater. In the NBC University Theater's March 6, 1949 broadcast, he was the narrator for Tales of Edgar Allan Poe, which comprised a trio of short stories, Nostology, The Cask of Amontillado, and not surprisingly, The Telltale Heart. Throughout the next few months, 
Schildkraut started to develop his own radio thriller series. Reports in the press during June 1949 noted that NBC had waxed an audition starring Joseph Schildkraut entitled Tales of Mystery and Imagination. This moniker reflected the title of a volume of Poe's work which was first published in London in 1902. It is unknown if the title of the audition was changed at the last minute, resulting in the incorrect name being listed in newspapers. Or the possibility that two distinct auditions were made starring Schildkraut with two different titles and using material from a variety of authors, including the French literary author and critic Théophile Gautier, whose original story is adapted in the recording we're about to hear. Okay, sit back, relax, and enjoy the audition episode of Emotion, starring Joseph Schildkraut in Jedatura as recorded at the NBC Studios in Hollywood, July 6, 1949. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. This is Joseph Schellkraut speaking. For the next half hour, an unusual story will be presented to you. You may find it disturbing. Yes, you, you may even find it shocking. However, we do promise you one thing. We promise you an emotion. In the light of this knowledge, then, we invite you to listen to Theophile Gautier's story entitled Jedatura. This is Emotion, starring Joseph Schilkraut. Tonight, from the pen of the 19th century French author Théophile Gautier, we bring you a tale finely etched with the acid of a dark delusion. Jet the Tour, starring Joseph Schilkraut as Paul Daspremont. Jet the Tour. Go away. Go away. Paul! Paul, it's I, Julian. Please. Please go away. I know no Julian. Paul? Paul? What on earth? Where are you? In this confounded darkness. I have no need for light. Paul, you sound... Strange. Uh, who are you? Your friend Julian. Julian? Yes, Julian from Paris. Julian. I'd heard you were in Naples, here at the Hotel de Rome. Paris. Friend. Paris. An eternity has passed. An eternity? My Paul, this is 1880. It's been only two years. Julian, go away, please, my friend, and let me be. What? Without seeing you, without talking to you? Here. When you sit in the dark. Here, let's strike the light. No, leave, leave now. There's a lamp. Here, now I have a match. Julian, I warn you, don't turn up that lamp. <laughs> Nonsense. There, now I'll just... Good Lord. Yes. Good Lord. Your eyes. What? These charred, bleeding sockets. Eyes? Paul. Paul, what's happened to you? 
I'm blind, my friend. Blind. Please leave me. The Italian sun shines golden outside. The Bay of Naples is blue and Mount Vesuvius stands against the sky, the color of... The color of... What? What? Already forgotten. But, but how? How did it happen? How did it happen? Listen. Listen, my friend, and I'll tell you how I lost my sight. The words come out of the darkness like blind black bats flying out of a cave into the night, from night into night, from darkness into darkness. Julian, you will find it hard to believe these words. I loved the light. I loved our Paris. I loved the thousand colors of the sea, the sky, the hills, the flowers, trees, the thousand colors of the earth. But my eyes, my eyes, Julian, were cursed. It was only five days ago I came here to Naples. I came so happily. For three months I had been separated from my fiancé. Oh, you're, you're engaged then? Mm, yes. Yes, we met in England. The instant our eyes met, we were betrothed. Her beauty was spun from the stuff of angels. Even her name was poetry to me, Alicia. Alicia Ward. But within a week of our engagement, she became ill. Her lungs, her physician ordered her to the climate of Naples. And she sailed here with her uncle and guardian, Sir Joshua Ward. After three months, I followed her. She was waiting when the ship docked. Alicia! Alicia! Oh, 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 darling! Paul, oh, I've missed you so much. Oh, my oh. darling, please let me look at you, my sweet. Well, 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 Naples has agreed with you wonderfully, hasn't it? Why, you're fairly bursting with health. I'm almost well now. <laughs> oh, and with you at my side, I shall be cured in no time. Yes. Oh, Paul! Paul! I... Yes? Something wrong? No. No, just when you looked at me, I... I suddenly... Yes? No, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm fine, Paul. Uh, Alicia, darling, you're pale. No, no, it's nothing. Oh, come, dear, Uncle is waiting for us. We have a villa just outside the city by the sea. Call a carriage, Paul. Why, yes. Uh... Hey there, carriage! Si, senor! Oh, Paul, I'm so happy. No more than I, my dearest, dearest. We'll look out, look out, the porter. Scusa, scusa, a thousand pardons, senor. You... Fool, you. You might have injured this lady. What's the matter with you? Can't you hold on to your baggage? My apologies, senor, but I was so heavenly it's burdened. It's all right, I... Paul. It's all right. I wasn't hurt. Oh. Paul. Paul, don't glare at him like that. The eyes. The eyes. Gettatore. 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 What? What's he running off for? Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. Here comes our carriage. You idiot. What did he call me? Gettatore. Oh, probably a dirty insult. Paul! Paul, the porter, he's fallen underneath the carriage! Ah! Oh, Paul, the wheel, don't he's look. fallen don't under don't the wheel! Don't look, please, darling, don't look, Alicia! Paul, oh, they're looking at 
looking at you. They're saying something. Well, what the devil are they staring at me for? Oh, I feel a little ill. Take me home, please. Of course, my darling. I'm sorry, of course, please. The incident at the dock was soon forgotten, Julian. Driven from my mind by the spur of jealousy, for when we arrived at the villa, a young man stood by the side of Alicia's uncle. Paul! Paul, my boy! Sir Joshua, well, 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 you are looking splendid. <laughs> Nonsense. But my niece, have you ever seen anything so delectable? Oh, <laughs> well, you mustn't talk that way in front of Paul. <laughs> I, oh, 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 the Italian summers be roasting my manners. We have a guest, Paul, Count d'Altavia. My niece's friend, Paul Daspremont. How do you do? Pleasure to meet you, sir. The Count has been a very good friend, Paul. A comfort in my loneliness. Now I hope he shall be your friend, too. I, uh... Didn't know you had made such a firm attachment, Alicia. It must have lightened our months apart. Why, Paul, you don't mean you're jealous. (laughs) Oh, you're silly. (laughs) There's... There's such an expression in your eyes. (laughs) Oh, Miss Ward. Let me get your coat. No. No, I'm all right. It's just a little cough. But for the first time in weeks, we thought you were almost well. I am. I am. It's just that I'm excited. And why shouldn't I be? I have my Paul again. She is well, isn't she, Paul? Naples has done wonders. Why, of course. Of course it has. And uh, what do you think, Count Altavia? I think... Miss Ward was recovering splendidly until... 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 Monsieur Dospermont, would you think me rude if I asked you to look at me? Just for an instant. Not rude, Count. (laughs) Shall we say puzzling? However, if you wish it, here. Gettatore. What? What did you say? Gettatore? Yes. Yes, a word we Neapolitans have for... You'll forgive me, Miss Ward, Sir Joshua. I must leave. Of course, if you must. Monsieur Despremont, I'm sure we shall meet again. Very soon. I'm sure we shall. Good afternoon, Count Altavia. (coughs) (coughs) Paul, I'm afraid I'm not up to the excitement. Please, would you mind? I'm so tired. Of course not, my darling. I uh, shall see you tomorrow, yes? (laughs) Tomorrow, then, my love. Then I... I left her, Julian. Why, one wouldn't have known her for the same woman who had met me earlier in the day. The color of her features had been drained as if by a vampire. Her eyes glassy, her lungs racked by her coughing. This, uh, what did it mean? I heard that word again that night as I strolled through the market section of the city. I walked... As one with a plague, Julian. Why, the people fell away before me, and, and in their eyes was fear. Fear as sharp and terrible as a razor's edge. And as they fled, that word was whispered, Cetatore. Cetatore. Like a curse. I shivered in the heat of the summer night, and 
The perspiration streamed down my face. And then I found myself before a bookshop, Julian. I resolved to calm myself by examining the volumes which lay upon the shelves, and it was there I discovered the book, its title, Jetatura. I looked at the pages, and the word, Jetatore, Jetatore sang a dirge in my ears. I threw a few coins at the cowering clerk and hurried back to this room. And uh, in that book you found the secret... The secret made in hell and whispered by the devil himself. Yes, but what? The Jetatore. The Jetatore, my friend, is one possessed by the forces of evil, an instrument of darkness. The Jetatore, my friend, is a human soul captured by a fiend, a soul whose simple glance brings suffering, misery, disease, death, wherever it falls. Paul, 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 how can you say such things? The Jetatora is one possessed by the evil eye, believe, Julian. Please believe. The evil eye was fantastic superstitions for children or savages. Oh, no, 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 my friend. Not for children or savages. Look. Look at my face. Look at my face. See where my eyes once were? Gone. Gone, not for children or savages, but for the ones I love. It exists, Julian. It does exist. Oh, impossible. I loved Alicia with all my being, and yet under my gaze, her life was ebbing away. It, it was I who was killing her. And you, you believed this, Paul? How could I know? How could I be sure? Very well, I decided to test this devilish power, if a power it was. So the next morning I went to see Alicia. You're listening to Radio Rarities. We'll return after this short break. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey go a lot easier. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. 
We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv and on local now, channel 525. Now, back to Radio Rarities. Paul. Paul, give me your hands. Tell me. Tell me what is wrong. Why do your eyes avoid mine? I... I I don't know. Please, please don't turn your head away. Is it that I have grown ill again? That my face is, is no longer as pretty as it was? Alicia. Alicia, I love you so. Then look at me, Paul. Look into my eyes. Your gaze will make me well again. No, no. You're my life, Paul. Why do you turn from me? Oh, look, Paul. Look at me. Darling, I am looking straight into your eyes. Oh, Paul. Thank you, darling. (laughs) You've made me very happy. I thought you no longer loved me. Alicia. Alicia, there, on your handkerchief, where you pressed it to your lips. It's, it's nothing, my dearest. Blood. A spot of blood. How, how can a man believe himself a cursed Julian? A black angel stalking the earth? Even as I turned from the reflection of my own eyes in the mirror, I shrank from this knowledge. Yes, even the next day when I, when I was paid a visit by Count Altavia. Monsieur, what I have to say is so strange that you may regard it as an insult. I shall judge of that. I am prepared, Monsieur Dospermont, to render you reparation where and when you please. If your conversation should displease me, Count, I shall accept your offer. I come not for conversation, but to make a statement. Yes, and that statement... You are a jettatore. You dare! In your eyes, the light of evil, you are condemned. You are right, monsieur. You are entitled to satisfaction. Believe me, monsieur. Were it not for a serious reason, I would not have offered an insult that can be wiped out only in blood. And this reason? I love Alicia. (laughs) What concern is that of mine, Count? Alicia Ward and I are betrothed. What concern? Only this. I forbid you to call upon Alicia again. You forbid? Count, do you expect my obedience? No. No, I expect that you will offer your life in a duel. Just as I offer mine. And you believe this? Madness of the Jettator? I am convinced that without knowing it, you are sending Alicia to her death. Why, you are... I am a Neapolitan. These things I know. The Jettatore does exist. Ah. There are those unfortunates cursed with the evil eye. Superstitious nonsense. No, no, no. Monsieur Despremont, I am an educated man. I am not a savage. Yet this, I believe, a belief as old as the world. Upon your honor, Count Altavia, do you believe this to be true? Monsieur, I know it to be true. Count? Count, then I am a murderer. You will not see Alicia again. Never? No. No, D'Artavia, I shall not listen to your lies. Consider it. You have chosen this way to destroy me, haven't you? To have Alicia for your own. So be it. We shall fight. Gladly. The choice of weapons is yours. Sword, saber, 
pistols? No. No, after all, I am a jetator. <laughs> I could kill you with a glance, Count Altavia. I have faced danger before, Monsieur Despremont. Have no fear. We will fight with knives, blindfolded and grasping the ends of a handkerchief. Tomorrow, then. Tomorrow, Count. <laughs> Deep in my jealous rage, Julian, I knew the truth. I was a jetator, and that night I prayed that I would die at the hands of the Count. I prayed that I would die so she might live. At dawn, three spirits met on the black sands of the bay. Three spirits, my own, the Count's, and death. So you've come, Count Altavia. You've come to face a Jetator. I have come alone. There shall be no second. And none for me. Only the sea shall be our witness. Have you brought the weapons, monsieur? Two daggers. Here are three handkerchiefs. Two for blindfolds, one we shall grasp in our left hand. Then let us begin. Blindfold yourself. Not even my glance can pierce the silk. I am ready, and you? I am ready. Grasp the handkerchief and fight! Jetatori! Here. Here I am. An arm's length away. Your knife can find me. Hold to the handkerchief. Throw yourself back. Back, arm's length. Back or you die. No. No. Fool, you cut the handkerchief between us. A truce, then, a truce. No, no truce. Fight, fight. Fight, we'll find each other in the darkness. But this is madness. Don't speak. Don't speak. Your voice guides me. No. No, Despremont, you're near. Yes, and strike. Die, Despremont! Stab. Stab. You're dead. Daltavia. The blindfold I couldn't see. I didn't know you ran into my dagger. It was I who wanted to die, Daltavia. Dead. Dead. What, what right have I to live? Here. Here, the knife is in my hands. My own life, I... I can take it now. No. No, my eyes. My eyes. If my eyes are murderers, then they shall die. Alicia. Alicia. Paul, Alicia's been asking for you. Is she well, Sir Joshua? No, not well at all. Please, may I see her? She's in her room. We thought it best if she remained in bed. Thank you, Sir Joshua. Paul. 
all you've come. Yes. Yes, my dearest. I've been waiting for you. Darling, I must leave you soon, but only for a little while, and then I'll... Then we'll never be apart. I'm so happy. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. Makes no difference. We're together now. Your love will make me well again. Soon, Alicia, dear. Soon. I, I will get well. Won't I, Paul? I won't die, oh, will hush, I? Hush, hush. Oh, darling, don't say such a thing. I'll make you well again. Oh, and we'll be married. And we'll be ever so happy, yes. won't we? Yes, my darling. Ever so happy. Paul. Paul, look at me. Just once. Just for one instant. And then I must go. I'm afraid. Darling. It's so cold. Mm. Your eyes. Your eyes are like coals of fire. So beautiful. My... My pale goddess, the eyes of an angel, a sight to make a memory that will last forever. You talk so strangely, Paul. Alicia, my dear, please cover my eyes with your hands. There, thank you. And now listen to me. Yes, my dearest. Alicia, darling, I'm going to need your love, perhaps more than any man ever before needed the love of a woman. You have it, Paul. You must have strength, dearest, strength enough for both of us. It's your strength that I need now. I have the strength to make you well again. Oh, Paul, Paul. One more glance, my dearest, one more glance. Let me look at you just once again. And now I must go. When will you come again? Soon, my beloved, soon. Goodbye, my darling, goodbye. 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 I shall never see her again, my friend. Never again. I returned to this room and struck a flame in the fireplace. I thrust my dagger into the red-hot embers. My eyes burned. I walked to the window and gazed out over the city. The city, Naples. The bay fashioned from the sky and the sky carved from one single block of sapphire. The sun, the light, I filled my eyes. I thirstily drinking in the brilliant colors, hugging the day to my soul and fastening all I could see in my memory. Behind me, the flames licked hotly at the knife. One last look at the world of light... Then I turned from the window and approached the fire. And with a towel, I grasped the hilt of the dagger and drew its crimson blade from the flames. I held it before my eyes. It crackled in my hand. The scalding heat fell across my face. And then, Julian, 
then... I'm blind, Julian. I'm blind, but... <laughs> the curse has been broke, my friend. Paul. Paul, how, how could you do such a thing? Was it so much, Julian? For love? Please, do take me to Alicia now, yes? Yeah? Julian, please, please remain here. I know the way. Ah, and now, Alicia. Paul, Sir Joshua. Paul. Alicia. Your eyes! Alicia. Please. Alicia. Dead. What? Dead, Paul. Dead? She died this morning. No. No. Wait, Alicia. Wait. Please, wait for me. I killed her. I killed her. I killed her. Alicia. 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 Hold her back. Listen. Listen to me, you devil, you demon, you monster. Listen to me, whatever you are, you took my eyes, you took my sight, you took Alicia. There, take my life, now take my life, but give me back my love, oh, give me oh, back my love. You have been listening to Jet the Tora, a tale of emotion starring Joseph Schildkraut and presented by the National Broadcasting Company. Mr. Schildkraut. Ladies and gentlemen, this evening you have heard our first experiment in emotion. In the weeks to come, we invite you to explore with us the shadows of literature. We promise you an exciting journey along strange and seldom-traveled paths of emotion. Good night. Included in tonight's cast were Lynn Allen, John Daner, 
Tony Barrett, Rolf Sedan, and Crawford Kent. Jet Datura was adapted for radio by Richard Allen Simmons, and original music was composed and conducted by Dr. Albert Harris. The entire production was under the direction of Andrew C. Love. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Well, Carl, that turned out to be a terrifying adventure. And with a very sad ending, Lisa. So there's a couple of emotions, Carl. Terror and sadness. The overall production of the audition, though, was excellent. The cast, who were duly recognized in the closing, included an interesting mix of well-known performers. And also a couple who may be new to our listeners. Those with familiar voices who had previously performed in hundreds of radio shows were John Daner, who played Julian, and Tony Barrett as Count Altavia. Lynn Allen, who portrayed Alicia in the play, was new to radio in 1948. One of the fine, longtime West Coast character actors heard on Lux Radio Theater and other shows, Ralph Sedan portrayed the carriage driver. And British actor Crawford Kent portrayed Sir Joshua. Joseph Schildkraut may have personally selected Kent as they were old friends going back to their silent film days. They had appeared together in the 1927 Cecil B. DeMille production, His Dog. The announcer for this emotion audition was Hal Gibney, best known for his work on Tales of the Texas Rangers, Dragnet, and The Six Shooter. Richard Allen Simmons, who wrote the radio adaptation, pretty much followed the original story by Gautier, which was first published in 1856. Schildkraut's selection of the piece was a rare appearance of the French author's work in radio. There are only two known adaptations, both on the weird circle. And one of these was Jedatura, which was adapted as The Evil Eye in 1944. Despite the superb production of this audition, the proposed Schildkraut venture did not sell. Schildkraut had success in getting his own show later, but it was on television. A short-lived dramatic anthology on the Dumont Network in 1953 in which he was host and sometimes actor. Jedatura was not offered in this series. Had Emotion succeeded in becoming a regular series, it would have joined several other classic radio programs with one-word titles that address the inner workings of the human psyche. Those that quickly come to mind, Carl, are Suspense, Escape, and Obsession. Well... That's all the time we have for this edition of Radio Rarities. Radio Rarities is a Gulfstream Studios copyrighted production produced by yours truly, Carl Amari. My co-host is Lisa Wolf. Mike Gastella is our executive producer, and the show is written by Carl Shadow. Next week, we'll present the very first episode of the initial radio series of one of the most celebrated detectives in literature. It's The Adventures of Philip Marlowe starring Van Heflin from 1947. You won't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. 
Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform. <laughs>